Sales is the most lucrative skill in the world, period. The problem is most sales advice out there today is outdated, cheesy, and can even keep you from getting the deals that can make all the difference in your career. This is the No BS Sales School, a podcast for entrepreneurs and salespeople who want to master the skill of selling without all the BS. Some of y'all heard the story about how I started in business, I don't know, 35 years ago? Goodness gracious, maybe 36 years ago. I got a job at, uh, quote, the bank, um, which was, uh, I was in a bank training program here in uh, Columbia, South Carolina. And it was a good job for me right out of college. I was very excited. I was going to teach me about business. I had studied uh, American history in college and made, you know, C pluses throughout. So I was clearly a good student and knew what the hell I was doing. But anyway, so I got this job at the bank and um, among my jobs, right, it was a, I was end up being a branch manager. And my job was to go sell the bank. It was to go, you know, get loans, get deposits, bring new business into the bank, that kind of stuff. It was a pretty good job for a guy right out of college. I learned a lot. And um, but I had this boss and he kept saying, Walker, you're screwing this up. Walker, you're screwing this up. And I said, what are you talking about? And he said, you talk too much, which, of course, I did at the time. And he said, you know, you, you want to you know, you're not helping yourself. He said, you need to ask the right questions. You'll be better when you learn to ask the right questions. So I asked him the obvious question. What are the right questions? He said, just watch me. So I watched him I don't know, several times. I watched him for five or six sales calls and I never could see any pattern. I never could see that there were what were the right questions. Right. And so I kept saying, I don't understand what are the right questions. And he would just get frustrated with me. And one day, um, I don't know, maybe he'd read us up in a magazine. He goes, the right questions are open ended questions. That's how you get the information you need, open-ended questions. I said, okay, enlighten me. What's that? And he said, like, who, what, where, when, why, how? And I was like, okay. And so, and he told me, he said, you got to ask those questions so you can get the information you need. And they can't answer them with a yes or a no, because for God's sake, you don't want to get a yes or a no. So I was like, all right, open-ended questions. So I did that for a while, but I still, and you know, I closed some business, blah, blah, blah. But I was still very frustrated with this. It just wasn't, didn't feel like very helpful advice. And I eventually I got tired of working at the bank or they got tired of me. It's so funny. It's been so long ago. I don't remember if I got fired or if I quit. Um, I had several instances there that I would have fired me had I been, uh, had I been the boss, but that's a whole nother story for another day. Um, but this open-ended questions thing, you read about that in all the Dale Carnegie books and all the other crap, read, you know, open-ended questions, blah, blah, who, what, where, when, why. And, and those are fine. I think you ought to ask those things. Open-ended questions will get you data. They'll get you the information that you need. But they're not that helpful. They're not that helpful. What the hell do you mean, Walker? We're all supposed to ask open-ended questions. Okay, maybe. And I know the old, you know, two ears, one mouth, listen more than you're supposed to. I, do you ever get sick and tired of hearing that shit? Two ears, one mouth. God, just how about talk less? 
if you're going to be great in sales, hell, good in sales, exceptional in sales, different than your compatriots in sales, you should talk 30% of the time in a sales call. 30%. And most of that time should be asking questions. Okay, so here I am saying that. And not just open-ended questions. Because open-ended questions will get you data. And data is helpful. But what I learned was that even that, I was asking the wrong question of myself when I'm asking what are the right questions. The right question is, what am I trying to learn? What do I need to learn from a sales call to see if the person I'm talking to is the right going to be the right fit for me and what I'm doing? Are they going to be the right fit or am I wasting their time? Right. Because the longer, the more time I spend with somebody that's not the right fit, I'm wasting their time. Let's not do that. Not a good thing. If I can figure out that something's going to be a no during the first sales call and not at the sixth sales call, everybody wins. Right. That's really good for me and for the other person. So, what the hell is it we're trying to learn? And then we can formulate our questions. So here's what I'm trying to learn, right? Number one is, can we establish what the rules of the game ought to be? Can we talk about what we need to be talking about in the sales call? Can we figure out if what decision we're going to try and make by the end of the sales call, right? And that's not something I can just hold inside my head and not tell anybody. When I get to the meeting, I need to figure out what is it we need to learn? What is it I'm trying to learn? And what are we trying to make a decision about? And I don't care what you sell. I don't care how long your sales cycle is because everybody's like, oh, that will never work in my business. I don't care how long your sales cycle is. You ought to be getting yeses or nos to something at the end of every sales call. If it's not a yes, it's a no, right? Yeses or nos to something. So let's decide at the beginning of the call, what are we going to figure out yes or no about? The next thing we need to be figuring out is, do they have a problem? Are they experiencing any problem at all? Right? Because a lot of folks would just say, no, we're fine. We're good. If you want to send me a quote or send me some information, happy to have that. Or yeah, we might be interested. Send us a quote. But if you can't determine there's a problem, then what the hell are you doing? So let me offer you some questions you can ask to see if you can determine a problem. Let's back up for a second here. Every salesperson, I'm sorry, maybe not everyone, most salespeople go out to get facts. How many, how much, when, those are good. But what we need to learn is what is our prospect's opinion? What do they think? What are their emotions around certain subjects, right? What are the problems they're facing? Now, here's the question. Okay, well, we'd like to say is, oh, what problems are you facing? That's a bullshit question. We have to help people so here are a couple of questions you can use to help somebody figure out if they're having problems or not. Because here's what I want you to know as well. I think a lot of times our prospects don't know what good looks like. They just know what they've been getting. So here's some questions. One of them we'll call let's pretend. Hey, let's pretend it's a year from now, but you hired us today or you bought from us today. And you're saying to yourself, Holy shit, that was a great decision. I'm so glad I hired these guys. I'm so glad I bought this thing. 
What would have to happen between now and then for you to be able to say that? Did you hear that? Let's pretend you hired us today or bought this thing from us today. And a year from now, you're saying, holy shit, that was a great decision. What would have to happen between now and then for you to be able to say that? See, I'm trying to get their opinions. And when you ask a let's pretend question, you're getting their opinions about something in the future, right? What would be different in sales or trying to find the gap between where somebody is and where they want to be? So a great question to ask is let's pretend, right? Another questioning strategy you might use, very helpful, right? Could be, let's say, a third-party story. A third-party story is where instead of saying, we've got the best stuff, I'm the best at this, we've got great people, we've got good customer service, blah, blah, blah. By the way, everybody says that shit. You're not differentiating yourself. I even heard somebody yesterday, I challenged him, I said, why should we, I said, it was in a sales call, and I said, why the hell should I? If I were a customer of yours or a prospect of yours, why should I hire you? And he said, well, because you got me. You got me on call 24 hours a day, seven days a week. I'm here and I'll work my ass off to make things great for you. And I thought to myself, well, that's very nice, but that's not very scalable. How many people is he telling that to? How many people is he trying to, you know, is he selling that to right now? Because my guess is he's got more than one or two. He can't keep up with that shit. He won't be able to deliver. So we've got to be able to differentiate ourselves, right? And so one of the ways, instead of saying, I'll be there 24-7, blah, 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 which I think is a terrible thing to promise, unless maybe you're a, well, I wouldn't even do it then. I would say, here's what people say they like. They like the fact that they can reach me when they need me. They like the fact that we've got really good service. They tell me that our stuff is better than other stuff. Right. Instead of saying my stuff's better than their stuff, say, here's what other people tell me. They tell me they tell me my stuff's better than other people's stuff. So you're kind of you're just the messenger. You're just there. So here's the thing. If your prospect disagrees, let's pretend you said our shit is better than other people's shit. And your prospect goes, no, it's not. Da, 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 da. They're disagreeing with you. But if you say, you know, a lot of our customers say our stuff is better than other people's stuff. And then they disagree. They're disagreeing with somebody else, not you. Right. You can go, yeah, I kind of thought so, too. But that's what they say. Right. Give yourself some room. Be different. Nobody can see that you're better till they see that you're different. And your product or service will not differentiate you. People will buy mediocre and pay more because they trust the person they're talking to. Everybody's got their own reasons, right? So beyond opinions about how the meeting's going to run and what their problems are, because then from there, we got to figure out, is that problem deep enough for them to want to make a change? right? Is that problem, right? So we got to discover what are the problems they have? What is their opinion about the consequences of those problems? And thirdly, what are the personal impacts of those problems? 
right? That's where the good shit is. It's not the problem itself. I got a million problems. You probably have a million problems too. Only so much bandwidth to fix one or two or three, maybe at the same time or right now, right? But we got to figure out what are the consequences, help them figure out. I can't tell them what the consequences are. I can't tell her what the consequences are going to be. They have to tell me. And then I need to figure out only by asking, what are the impacts on them? What are the personal impacts of this thing? If the way it keeps going, do they give a shit? Are they committed enough to do something differently? So great. Got to ask the right questions. Sure. Use some open-ended questions. Not bad, but that's just the tip of the iceberg. There is so much more. And our job, right, is not just to collect data. Our job is to learn. Our job is to understand. And our job is to help our prospect think through their situation. Slow them down. Help them think. That's what great sales is. If you have not yet rated and reviewed this podcast, I ask you to please do so. You're getting a lot of free shit. <laughs> do, do one thing to help me, right? Is go ahead and rank and review this podcast. Give me five stars if you like it. Give me a quick review, throw some words on there. And if somebody else you know needs to hear this, pass it on to them. We got programs that start every single month for companies, for individual salespeople who want to invest in themselves, for business owners, entrepreneurs. You want to talk about those things, see if we could help you. Phone number 803-917-2817. Email walker at walkermckay.com. Have a conversation with me. Happy to help you figure out if we've got something that will help you. Thanks for listening to the OBS Sales School podcast. If you haven't already, please take one minute to write a quick review for the show. It really does make a huge difference. Also, subscribe to the show and please forward this episode to somebody else who needs to hear it. As a bonus for listening, I'm going to give you access to a free mini course, Seven Expensive Sales Mistakes You're Making and What You Can Do About It. Go to www.7salesmistakes.com and get access to the free mini course. That's the number seven salesmistakes.com. Thanks again for listening to the OBS Sales School Podcast.